Welcome back to the Finding True Health podcast. Because we live in a world full of diet culture and messages that come from diet culture, it can be hard to know what it looks like to eat normally. How are we meant to eat? How are our how are our bodies biologically set up to eat? What does normal eating look like? Well, we're going to explore that topic today in this episode. To help you better understand maybe whether your own eating habits fall in the realm of normal eating or if some of the beliefs that you've held about eating are helpful or harmful or how to just have a better relationship with food and with eating in general. I'm excited to get going, so let's dive in. Are you ready to be done with diets, done trying to mold your body to fit unrealistic beauty standards? Do you want to create a healthy lifestyle simply to feel better and have more energy each day? Do you want to finally find food freedom? Hey, I'm Jenna, a registered dietitian nutritionist. Not long ago, I was an overwhelmed mom and struggled to make myself a priority. I hated my body and wondered how I could stop beating myself up every time I looked in the mirror. I also felt frustrated about my health and wished I could get myself to exercise consistently, eat more vegetables, eat less sugar, you know, actually do the things I knew could improve my mood and energy levels. But I kept telling myself I didn't have enough time or motivation or willpower or, well, you get the idea. But with some help from God, I was able to turn my health and life around. And I want to help you do the same. In this podcast, you'll find trustworthy nutrition information, critical mindset shifts, and actionable advice. So you can feel better, fill your life with sustainable, healthy behaviors, and be confident in your own skin, no matter your size. So if you're ready to make peace with chocolate, but love your salad too, this is the podcast for you. Hey there, friends. Welcome, welcome. I'm really excited for this topic today. I think it's such an important one because there really is so much confusion about what it means to just eat normally. What does that look like? What does that feel like? And today I'm going to kind of go through a definition that has been set by a gal named Ellen Satter. That's Ellen with a Y and Satter is S-A-T-T-E-R. And Ellen is a dietitian. She's also a family therapist and an author. She's written several books. I have her book, uh, Secrets of Feeding a Healthy Family. It's a great book, especially if you're looking for ways to encourage your kids to grow up with a healthy relationship with food. So I really like a lot of the work Ellen has done. Like I mentioned, she coined this definition for normal eating. It's used a lot in the intuitive eating community. And I just want to go over that definition with you today. Before we get into that, though, I've heard Ellen in in interviews and in her books say that she really believes that positive eating has more to do with your eating behaviors and your attitudes towards food than it does with what you actually eat. And I still argue that what you eat matters as well, but I definitely agree that how you eat and how you feel about eating, how you think about food, plays a huge part in our health and in our overall well-being. Ellen argues that when we don't eat, quote, normally, then it can bring a whole slew of issues People lose the joy of eating. They start viewing eating as a chore or they just don't derive any pleasure out of eating anymore. A lot of times they'll second guess themselves about everything they eat. And so it adds a lot of stress because they're constantly worried about if they're eating the quote right thing or worried that 
eating the quote wrong thing is going to lead to all sorts of issues. Eating becomes very, very stressful. People in this kind of an eating environment often have a whole bunch of do's and don'ts that go along with their eating. And they really stop trusting themselves. They stop trusting their bodies to help guide what they're eating and how much they're eating. And they don't trust that they will naturally want to eat a variety of foods, healthy foods included, if they let go of their food rules and start trying to just listen more and tune in more to their body. So you can imagine all of these issues can lead to a really strained relationship with food. And not only that, science has shown that it leads to lower food quality. People who eat like this actually tend to have poorer diets. They eat lower quality of food. They are not as healthy overall. So it's kind of ironic. The more you worry about and hyper-focus on your diet and on food, generally the less healthy you tend to be. So Ellen argues that we really need to work on this positive attitude around food and work on what she calls eating confidence, which is basically just feeding yourself faithfully, regularly throughout the day, allowing satisfaction to play a part in your meals and your food choices, and being confident that your body knows how to nourish itself in the best way possible. As we've talked about in this podcast before, that doesn't mean that we throw outer wisdom out the window, we can still use our knowledge about nutrition and food to guide our our feeding choices as well, but from a place of peace and having this eating confidence. So let's get into this definition now. It's got quite a few parts to it, so I'm going to be kind of throwing in my thoughts along the way as we go through this definition. The first part that Ellen mentions that she believes normal eating is, is it's eating when you're hungry and continuing to eat until you're satisfied. We've talked about this in previous episodes, really paying attention to your hunger cues and then honoring those when you get them. And the next part of the definition kind of goes along with that. It's also choosing foods that you like and truly getting enough of them, not stopping your eating because you think you should. So allowing yourself to get pleasure, get enjoyment out of your foods, choose foods that you actually enjoy, continuing to eat until you've had enough and not stopping yourself because you feel like you should or you're worried you're going to eat too much, really honoring that hunger until you actually reach fullness. Now, I do have a tiny bit of pushback on this point. I think when you're eating a a meal, like a meal that's actually nourishing your body, absolutely, 100%. Try as best as possible to get foods that you love and enjoy and definitely eat until you have had enough and your body is fueled appropriately. But when we're eating things like treats and things that are just purely pleasure foods and what we would call fun foods, I think it's okay to bring in a little bit of that outer wisdom of knowing at what point you might want to stop based on how that food's going to make you feel, what it's going to do in your body if you eat too much of it. It's super easy to overdo it on these foods. So I think we can allow just a little bit of nuance there in that in the area of fun foods. And she even kind of gets into this in the next part of the definition. So I think Ellen would agree with me here. She says, normal eating is using some moderate constraint in your food selection to get the right food, but not being so restrictive that you miss out on pleasurable foods. So she admits too, it's okay to use a little bit of constraint, use some of that outer wisdom when selecting your foods and and the portions of certain foods, 
but we're not cutting all pleasure foods out of our life. We're not completely eliminating sugar if that's not what you want to do. Normal eating is still allowing some of those fun foods into your diet and into your life. The next point she brings up is that normal eating sometimes gives yourself permission to eat because you're happy, sad, bored, or just because it feels good. This really touches on the topic of emotional eating. I plan on doing a whole episode on emotional eating soon, and I'll probably touch on this in that episode as well, but I like that she brings up that emotional eating isn't always terrible. It's, it is normal. Almost, and I dare say everybody, <laughs> eats for emotional reasons at times, and that's part of normal eating. Now, when we take that to the extreme, when every emotion is dealt with with food, when anytime we're feeling happy or sad or bored or anxious or depressed or, you know, fill in any emotion. If every time we're feeling that we turn to food, that definitely can be a, become a problem. But eating because you're kind of bored and it just feels good and it's just fun every once in a while is no big deal and completely normal. The next part of the definition says that normal eating is eating three meals a day most of the time, but also choosing to snack at times if desired. So ideally, we are feeding our bodies every few hours, making sure they're staying well-fueled throughout the day. And for me, for example, I generally eat lunch around one. I don't eat dinner until about six. And so I usually need a snack around three-ish. I usually get pretty hungry around that time. And I need something to tide me over until dinner time. And this is another one we could have a whole podcast episode on, but research has basically come to the conclusion that meal timing really isn't super important. Some people prefer to have kind of three larger meals spread out throughout the day and then snacks as needed, like I do. Other people prefer just having smaller meals, but more often. Smaller meals are going to be digested more quickly, and so you're going to need to eat more regularly. So somebody like that might choose to have maybe four or five smaller meals spread out throughout the day. And research has shown that both of those can be healthy. Neither of them are necessarily better or worse. What really matters is that we're not having erratic blood sugar shifts. So somebody that eats a a slightly larger meal, the blood sugar is going to raise a little bit higher. It's going to take a little bit more time to come down before they feel hungry again. Somebody that eats a smaller meal, their blood sugar won't go quite as high before it comes down. But in either case, what you don't want is keeping your blood sugar high all day. You want to have periods between your meals where you're not getting food so that your body has time to digest, time to get that blood sugar down. And you also don't want to go too long with a low blood sugar where your body starts getting into starvation mode. You start getting kind of ravenous and hangry and staying in that low blood sugar state for too long. And once again, I have an episode on blood sugar coming up really soon too. I think it actually might be next week. I can't remember. Exactly, but we'll talk all about blood sugar and how to keep it stable in an upcoming episode. So the eating three meals a day thing, that is normal eating. That's what a lot of people do, but I would really say eating three to five meals a day can be considered normal, depending on the size of those meals. 
All right, let's get on to the next point. Ellen says that it's normal to leave some cookies on the plate because you know you can have some again tomorrow, or you can eat them now, eat more of them now because they taste so wonderful when they are fresh. Both of these are normal eating. (laughs) Some people thinking in black and white terms think that if you're eating intuitively and you want the cookie, you just have to keep eating them. Others think that once you've had one, you have to say no and stop eating them. Neither of these is true. Sometimes you might choose to just have one and walk away or not have any at all because maybe they're not that appealing. Maybe you don't want to have sugar at that moment for whatever reason. And other times you might eat one and feel satisfied, but you know they just aren't going to taste as good tomorrow because they won't be warm and fresh and gooey. And so you choose to eat one more in that moment. Both of those options are completely acceptable. They're completely part of being a normal eater. Ellen goes on to say that normal eating is overeating at times, feeling stuffed and uncomfortable. And it's also undereating at times and wishing you had more. When we talk about following your hunger and fullness cues in intuitive eating, a lot of people confess that they start turning that into a hunger and fullness diet. They feel like, They must eat the minute they feel that hunger coming on. And then the second they feel full and satisfied, they have to stop eating. And it turns into this, again, super restrictive way of of eating and of viewing the principles of honoring your hunger and feeling your fullness. And Ellen is pointing out that it is perfectly normal to overeat at times, to even eat to the point of feeling stuffed and uncomfortable. Once again, this isn't something we want to do regularly. That's not the desired state that we usually want to be in after a meal. But once in a while, you might just stop paying attention while you're eating and kind of accidentally overeat. Other times, you might just be enjoying that meal so much that you just take a second helping even though you are full. And that's normal. On the other hand, you might undereat a little bit, not quite get enough, and find that you get hungry sooner than you were hoping to because you didn't eat en- enough at the last meal. Or maybe you don't have enough time to eat as much as you'd like and you undereat for that reason. There's lots of different reasons we might overeat or undereat in any given situation. And we don't have to freak out if that happens. That is part of normal eating. We don't want to make it a habit. We don't want that to be something we do often, either ends of those extremes, but it's going to happen. (laughs) Life happens. And to kind of go along with that, to make up for the times when you might undereat or overeat, normal eating is also trusting your body to make up for your mistakes in eating. Our bodies are so smart. They're so adaptable. They are more than capable of handling those times when we do eat too much or too little. They know exactly what to do. And we can trust that. We can trust our bodies to make up for our mistakes or our imperfections with feeding ourselves. All right, we're coming to the end of the definition. The next part says that normal eating is an activity that takes up some of your time and attention, but keeps its place as only one area of your life. Here again, we've got the two ends of the extreme, right? We've got people that just don't even think about what they're going to eat, don't have any sort of a meal plan or food prepping habits, or don't really think about food other than from meal to meal. And that can get stressful, and it's really hard to have a well-balanced, 
nourishing diet by using that approach where you just don't think about your food at all. And then there's the other end of the extreme where you are so focused on food and you're planning every morsel of food that you're going to eat. I've heard people suggest that the night before you should plan out all your meals and snacks for the next day and not deviate from that plan. I've gone through periods in my life where I counted calories and tracked everything I ate. And I'll tell you what, eating took up way more of my time and attention than I wanted to give it and that I needed to give it. I felt like I wasted a lot of time focusing on what I was eating. And then I have to admit there have been other times in my life where I have been on that other end and just haven't been planning at all my meals and my family ended up eating cold cereal and quesadillas and grilled cheese and pizza almost every night because I didn't have a plan in place for what to make for dinner. And I wasn't having breakfast and lunch regularly because I just didn't have any plan for those meals either. So finding that happy middle ground where we're thinking about food, we're, we're planning what we're going to eat, but we're not being obsessive or letting it take up more time and attention than it needs to in our lives. And we're to the final point of the definition of normal eating, and that is that, in short, normal eating is flexible. It varies in response to your emotions, your schedule, your hunger, and your proximity to food. We have to be flexible with our eating and our plans for eating because life is messy, it's unpredictable, we're going to have good days and bad days, we're going to make plans and then things come up and we have to shift our plans. We're going to be hungry and find that we don't have any food around at times. We're going to have a perfectly laid out meal plan and something comes up one night We're going to find ourselves turning to food to help deal with emotions sometimes. We have to be flexible and we have to be compassionate and kind to ourselves as we make food choices throughout our lives. And that's why I really like this definition of normal eating. It helps me, it helps my clients stay in the gray, not turn to black and white thinking. It helps us find balance and approach our eating patterns with curiosity, being non-judgmental, finding ways that maybe we could have done better some days and want to improve upon going forward, but again, in a very compassionate way. I talk a lot about finding balance in your health in episode number 50 if you want to learn more about this topic a little bit. But as we wrap up here, I just want to remind you that normal eating is going to look differently for everybody. Everybody's lives are different, our preferences are different, our personalities and schedules and all those things are different. And so normal eating is going to look differently for me than it does for you. And I don't need to compare myself to somebody else. And I also don't need to judge somebody else for how they eat based on what feels good to them and what feels like normal eating for them. So let's all be kind to ourselves and to others as we explore what normal eating is going to look like for ourselves. I hope this was helpful today. I hope that gives you a little bit of clarity on what it looks like and means to eat normally and encourages you to approach your eating and your food with flexibility, compassion, and the nuance that it deserves. Thanks so much for joining me this week. I hope you have a great one and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. 
Hey friend, I want to personally invite you to join me and the other amazing women in my brand new private Facebook group. It's an awesome community where you can give and get encouragement as you ditch diet culture and work towards improving your health. Click on the link in the show notes to join or go to facebook.com slash groups slash finding true health. I hope to see you there.